everybody else. If not, I'll ask y'all, please, please, we'll start off tonight in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to, to come here together as, as your children, to come together and worship you, to learn about you. Lord, we want to raise up all those that were, were mentioned this evening. Uh, Lord, just keep your hands around them. Lord, protect them and heal them. Lord, give them comfort and peace that only can come from you. Lord, we ask you to be with everybody here tonight, whether they're in here in this service or, or in another room. Lord, we just ask for your touch. Please help us through this life, Lord. Things get rough on us sometimes. and We, we, need, we need that comfort that can only come from you. Lord, we ask all of this in the name of your precious and holy Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Ah, uh, I will tell y'all that uh, before we came here, we come from a little old country church up in Rootville, and I feel like Billy Graham, one of the crusades up here in front of all y'all. Uh, but I want to talk to you tonight here. Uh, I want to share with you. Here a while back, I saw, uh, I saw a big fight between two folks, and they both of them wanted to win real bad. And I didn't know what to do. Uh, this was a real struggle of life playing out right in front of me. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to help. I didn't know which one to help. I didn't know who to call for help. I didn't know what to do. And it was over just about as quick as it started. And I had witnessed something that I'd never seen before. See, it was a woodpecker and a grasshopper was duking it out in this parking lot right in front of me. And it went on for a while, and I got good news for you. The grasshopper won. I'd never seen it. They fought. They jumped up and down. They bounced all over the place. They was having a fit, and finally, the woodpecker gave up, shot off in the woods. And this big old grasshopper, he stood there, kind of swole up. Victory. He made it. And as soon as that woodpecker hit the ground and he stood there for a minute and you could tell that biggest one in big old grasshopper. As soon as he sat there and drew a breath, bam, a cardinal come out of the woods and blasted him. The grasshopper lost that one. And as hard as that grasshopper fought against a woodpecker, I ain't no woodpecker that grasshoppers, but I'm here to tell y'all they do, uh, if they get a chance. Uh, as far as hard as he was fighting, and and he thought that he, you know, he had come out on top, and he thought that he could ease up for just a minute. And when he did, that big old red-headed rascal come flying up on him and got him, and then the battle was lost. Does this sound remotely familiar to anybody in here? I'm hoping I'm not kind of the lone ranger on this. As hard as we fight sometimes, and we fight and 
a good fight like this grasshopper did. And we're fighting not just, you know, a good fight, but the good fight. And we're doing right, and we're doing all we can, and we're trying to live this, this Christian life in front of us. And as soon as we, as soon as we think we got it whooped, and we kind of rest for a minute, and we try to take a, a take a deep breath. Again, that that red-headed rascal, he jumps up out of them woods on us, and he's on our head again. Just as soon as we think we can ease up. And a lot of times we, we feel like that old grasshopper. And we just, I mean, we just can't, we can't catch a break sometimes. And I was thinking about that. And I was thinking about when, when me and my, my brother, we was little, we used to, uh, we used to watch this uh, TV show called Kung Fu. And I'm not going to do the really, really bad accent. But the main character in this show was referred to as Grasshopper. They a few of them been doing, saying it right now in a really bad accent. Uh, but like that Grasshopper on the TV show, he was learning Kung Fu, but... Us as our little Christian grasshoppers, we learning from the master too. But we ain't learning Kung Fu. We're learning from the ultimate master, Jesus Christ. And he's teaching us how to be Christians. And we've been told our whole lives coming to church in this book that we're gonna we're gonna face these battles. Like we've been talking about, being a grasshopper, having that old red-headed rascal come bust up out of the woods on us. We've been told that we're going we're gonna to have these battles, so we know that going into this. But knowing this, there's a couple things that, that, that we got to do, or we can do. And the first thing we got to do is we got to prepare ourselves for this fight. Because we know we're going to be in a fight. That comes with being a Christian. In preparing ourselves for this fight, there's a couple things we, we, we need to know. You're going to go into a battle or a fight with somebody, you need to know who you're fighting against. And we're going to fight this battle against the devil, the deceiver, the liar, the fallen angel. And I'll be honest, I don't even, I do my best, I don't even call him by his name. He's the enemy to me. I don't want to show him the respect of using his name. Folks say, don't call me out of my name. I ain't even going to call him his name. Because he's here to do nothing but to destroy us. 1 Peter 5 and 8 says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. You are in a personal battle with the one that is roaming this earth like a roaring lion. And we like to think about the devil 
sneaking around in the bushes. And, you know, my little story about the cardinal, you know, jumping out, out in front of the, out of the woods. But we think about him in the shadows and peeking around corners and sneaking up on us. A roaring lion don't sneak up on nobody. He don't sneak up on nobody. He is bold and he is in your face. When you watch the little wildlife shows, a, a lion walking around, just, ooh, ooh, they can hear him for miles. Everybody knows he's there. As Christians, we know the enemy is there. We don't have to wonder if he's around, if he's hunting us, if he's looking for, we know he's there. They know this line is in the neighborhood. They know he's around. And in the wild, a line, they wait on the young and the old and the weak to be separated from the pack or the herd or whoever they're, 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 they're going after at that time. They don't go after the strong. They don't go after the ones that are prepared for the fight. The young, mature. The ones that's battle-tested. They go after the ones that ain't ready. We've all seen the lions on TV chasing the little baby zebra. Because they're young and they're immature. And they're easily fooled. They're easy to sneak up on. But in these nature shows, have you ever watched a lion run up on a mature water buffalo? He'll run up on him. But when that water buffalo turns around, whoa. I don't know about all this. And that young, mature water buffalo, he stares that lion right in his face. And he just looks at him. And he, he looks at him and he tells him, you, you're big and you're strong and you're loud. But you don't have the power to take me down. You can't do it. And after a few minutes of that, then he goes on the offensive. And what's the line do? He gone. Because he didn't have the power to take down somebody that was ready for the fight. We need to be like that young mature water buffalo. We need to be ready for our fight. The devil does not have the power to take down a child of God. He can't do it. And since he don't have the power to take you down. He's going to try to deceive you. And lie to you. And trick you. And confuse you. And anything else he can. To get at you. But you got to be ready. You got to be ready for the fight that you know is coming. The first thing was that we had to know who we're fighting. The second thing is. Who are we fighting with? Are you in this fight all by yourself? Do you have any backup in this fight? 
Isaiah 41 and 10 says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, and I will help thee. Ye, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. What more you need than that right there? We can say a prayer and leave right now. We good. A couple over in Isaiah 54 and 17. It says, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Yeah, come on. And I got good news for you. That same God that said all of that, that was protecting Israel and told them all that to comfort them in their fight, that is the same God that will protect you in your fight. The same God that protects me in my fight. Every day. Every single day. Over in Hebrews 13 and 5, says, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. He ain't never going to leave your side. The God of everything is not going to leave your side even when you're in one of these battles. If you have the Lord Almighty on your side, does it really matter what the devil brings? That, I've used this analogy before. We can all go out here in back and we can go play basketball. You pick your team, I'll pick my team. Here's the kicker. I got Michael Jordan on my team. If I got Michael Jordan on my team, I don't care who you bring. If we've got the Lord God Almighty on our side, we ought to be able to look at the devil and say, Jack, I don't care who you bring to this fight. You don't know who I got fighting with me, fighting for me. So you go on, do what you want, bring it. I'm ready for it. My God is ready for it. I ain't, got, I ain't even got to be ready. He's ready. We got to know that. And as Christians, we need to swell up a little bit. And quit running from the devil. Swell up and let him know who you are. Swell up and let him know who your God is. Thing is, he already knows. And he knows he can't whoop God. If he could, he'd have done, done it. He'd have done it a long time ago. But he knows he can't. So that's why he's going to try to trick us. Because he can't overpower us. In Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10. It says two are better than one because ye have, excuse me, a good reward for their labor. 
For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Your church family here is, to help, is here to help you up. When you're in these battles and you get knocked down, you get knocked back. There's a reason God, Jesus sent out disciples in twos. Because he knew we was going to need somebody beside us. God has given us a wonderful church family. People to lean on. People to help us, encourage us. Our fellow Christians can be such a, a source of encouragement and experience. Guess what? Somebody might have done been through that same battle that you've been through. Maybe you went through your battle so you could help that fella through their battle. And help your brother out. We need to think about that when we're going through these things. Hey, I can use this, this battle that I'm in. All the battles ain't meant to be won. Sometimes your church family can just be a shoulder to cry on sometimes. Sometimes you can help out your brother or sister by just sitting there and not saying a blessed word. Sometimes they just need you to be there. That helps people through these battles. That helps people in this fight. There's a, a reason that we have our men's gatherings. There's a reason we have the women's get-togethers and gatherings. That's to strengthen each other. That's to help bond all of us together in our Christian faith to go through all this stuff. Proverbs says that iron sharpens iron. And I love that. We need to let our church family help keep us sharp. Because you can fight by yourself for a while and you can do a good job. You might can hold off that first woodpecker that comes along. But after a while, you're going to get tired. And you're going to get dull. You can't fight alone, but for so long. We need to have our Christian brothers and sisters help keep us sharp. Help strengthen us. Put an edge on us. Remind us. Of the God that we got. Help us swell up a little bit. When we get down. And we get beat down. Because everybody does. Everybody. Ain't just. Everything ain't just. Peaches and rainbows. If you got that life. I'm sure happy for you. And I'm going to follow you around for a little while. But these battles are going to come. But after you prepare your mind for this fight, you need to train yourself for this fight. Our, our military men and our women, they do two things better than anybody else on the face of this planet. Fight and train to fight. That's what they do. As Christians, that's what we need to do. You going to fight. The devil is going to sneak up on you. You might want to train yourself up a little bit. To be ready for this fight. 
you're going to be ready for this fight, you train yourself. I'm not going to go over all of the, the, the pieces of the, the armor of God. Well, I know most everybody here has probably heard them before. Uh, I'm going to talk about a few points, but if you hadn't ever read it, go to Ephesians 6. It's where they talk about the armor of God. You need to read it as a Christian. You need to know. The highlights of it are this. The, we are to gird our loins with truth. And we are to wear the breastplate of righteousness. And we're supposed to uh, shod our feet with the gospel of peace. And carry the shield of faith. The sword of the spirit. Which is the word of God. All these things are given to us by the father to protect us in this fight. Except for one of them. The sword of the spirit. Which is the word of God. This right here. This is a weapon. This is given to us by God. To go into battle with. It is made specifically to use against the enemy. That's why it's on the that's why it's on the list. We have things on that on that armor of God to protect us. He also gave us a weapon in the middle of all that. It is made to strike a deadly blow to the devil and anybody that comes with him against you. A Christian. The sword of the spirit, the word of God is used to overpower and to deflect all these blows that the enemy is going to come and swipe at you and hit at you and stab you and beat you and anything else he can do. All the lies, all the deceit, all the nasty. This is what we use to deflect all that. All these things that the devil comes at us with, tricks, lies, deceit, confusion, these things do not, cannot, will not stand up against the word of God. The next thing we got to do is we got to have faith. We got to have faith. Without faith, all this armor that we talk about, it don't fit. It don't fit. And if, if it don't fit, then it can't protect us properly. It can't protect us in the way that God had intended for it to protect us. But as hard as this battle is, we got to keep on fighting. And a lot of times we think that the Lord has left us alone sometimes in this fight. But what we don't see is that we think we're sitting here fighting this battle by ourselves. But we don't see he's overhead, over here keeping that cardinal at bay over in the corner that we never saw. He hadn't left us alone. He's taking care of some things we didn't know nothing about. He's keeping something else from sneaking up on us. The next thing we need to do is we need to accept God's will. Even if we don't understand. I don't know if y'all understand all of it. 
He don't fill me in on a whole lot of stuff. He'll leave me hanging on stuff. He just say, hey, I got it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, God, but man, what, why, why? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I got it. Okay. But we got to accept God's will. Every battle, like we said, every battle ain't, ain't to be won. Many times we learn a lot more from our defeats than we do from our victories. And we accept God's will because maybe what we thought was this great big old major battle in our life, this great big old thing, well, comes to find out that's just a little dust up. But you needed to go through that to prepare you for this, this thing that is a big battle that's coming up in your life. What God did is he trained you in that little dust up. To help prepare you for this big thing coming up. We got to learn. God will teach us those things. He'll teach us how to fight. He had some dudes write a bunch of it down. Lucky for us. I was thinking about these battles a while back, and I got to, I got to thinking about the, uh, the Rifleman's Creed in the Marines. I don't know if, if any of you know what it is. Uh, you've probably heard parts of it in your life. It starts. If you had never seen it or read it, you need to. And... I was looking at it and I was thinking about that and I was thinking about the similarities that I, and I, I found where somebody saw, kind of thought the same thing I did. They beat me to it. And uh, I found this thing called the full metal prayer. And I want to read it to you. It's not crazy long. It says, this is my Bible. There are many like it, but this one's mine. Jesus is my best friend. His word is my life. I must master the word as I must master my life. Looking for life in other places is useless. My life, like his word, must be true through his word. I will be delivered from my enemy who seeks to destroy me. I will use the word to rebuke him when he seeks to destroy me. My Bible and I know that our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. We know that no matter what we do or say, without love, we are nothing. We know that it is love that counts. My Bible is alive as I, because it is, in, it is the inspired word of God. Thus I will learn it as a brother. I will learn it. I will learn. Learn it to overcome my weaknesses. By relying on his strength. I will keep my mind clean and ready. And even as the word is clean and ready. I will become part of each other. 
or we will become part of each other. Before God, I declare this creed. My Bible and I are defenders of my family and country. Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. Jesus is the master of our enemy. He is the savior of my life. So be it until victory is the Lord's and there is no enemy but peace. In Jesus' name, amen. I saw that. I said, man, that's pretty cool right there. I like it. The devil, the enemy, the deceiver, the liar, he's coming after you. And you best be sitting on ready when he shows up. And he ain't just coming after you. He's coming after your friends and your family, your kids, your grandkids. If you're going to help them, you better be ready. The Lord has given us tools to fight this battle with. First and foremost, he gave us this right here. Why would we not use the, the tools and the opportunity that God gave us to fight this battle? Train yourself for battle with the word of God. When Jesus was tempted by the enemy... He used scripture to run him off. As Christians, why would we do anything different? As Christians, we say we are trying every day to be more Christ-like. Start off by running the devil off with scripture. And you'll start your day off pretty good. We need to pray up, we need to read up, we need to train up, and yeah, we need to swell up. And we need to run the enemy out of our lives. Right. Run him off. He's going to come back. You run him off again. Because this don't get tired and it don't get old. As a Christian, you're a child of God. We need to swell up and be proud of that. And we need to tell the devil, you got to go. You can't have me. You can't have my family. You can't have my friends. You got to go. Don't know where you're going, but you can't stay here. I'm going to ask y'all, if y'all please join me in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you so much. Lord, you've been so, so merciful to us. Lord, you've blessed everybody in here so much. Lord, we know we don't deserve it, and we sure can't pay you back. But Lord, we want to thank you tonight for the tools that you've given us to fight against this enemy, a fight that sometimes gets real, real hard. Lord, we want to thank you for your help in this, in this fight. Lord, help us, to, help us to grow as Christians. Lord, we, I, I pray each and everybody in here is a better Christian today than they were yesterday. And tomorrow, more so than they were today. Lord, thank you for your word. 
Thank you for the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, that we can take this and, and use it as the weapon it was intended to be, to run the old devil off and get him off our back. Lord, I ask you to be with each and every person here to die. Please be with our children. Lord, you, you've blessed this church with some, with some mighty fine young folks that love you. Lord, help us as some of the grown folks and some of the more mature Christians. Lord, help us to, help us to show these, 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 these younger folks, the new Christians, young children, how to be Christians. Lord, help us to set a Christian example for them that they may see and, and know and learn from us. Lord, we thank you so much for all you do for us. Lord, please be with each and every person here tonight. I ask this in the name of your precious and holy son, Jesus Christ. Amen.